Greetings, podcast listeners. Welcome back. This is your host, Indra, with Aikido Talks. Today, we are going to read a small excerpt from The Power of Chowa from Akami Tanaka. And it's a wonderful book that I'm, you know, looking into. And the chapter I'm going to read from is listening to others and knowing ourselves. Now, before we get to into this and before we jump in, you know, the practice of Aikido, the Japanese art of defense is, you know, the art of peace is such a wonderful, profound art because it's, you know, you're... You are performing everything in the Japanese culture in your defense. And it's easy to take elements of the practice into your day-to-day life. And so on my journey, it's been where I've been, you know, diving into all types of elements that have to do with the culture. You know, why do we do this? Why do we do that? Why do we do knee walking? Why do we bow this way? Why do we have to stop at the door? Why can't I just walk onto the mat after a class starts? Things like that. And my seniors have always told me, you know, there's layers to it. You know, there's layers to it. Um, There's so many rules, especially as um, Westerners, you know, we don't know what the layers are, so it's a it's a lifelong process of learning. So here we go. I'm going to read this, and then we're going to talk a little bit about it. This is on page 93, and in the chapter of listening to others and knowing ourselves, reading the air. Have you ever avoided a topic or chosen your words carefully so you don't make someone else feel uncomfortable? Have you ever closed the door quietly to prevent disturbing your child or your partner or a housemate when they have been hard at work or fast asleep? If so, you may already have learned to practice a technique Japanese school children are taught early in life. In Japanese, this skill is referred to as reading the air. Reading the air is about being still and quiet, so you can pick up on tiny shifts in the atmosphere, whether in a classroom meeting or family gathering. Think of it as taking the emotional temperature in a room, You can even practice it in one-one situations. It's not just about guessing how another person might feel. It's about active ways of creating peace, harmony, and quiet through very small actions. It takes a lifetime to develop, but it's a lot less mystical than it sounds. To do it, you have to tune in to what's going on with you at the same time as tuning in to what's going on with someone else. I believe it can be taught in few simple steps. And 
there are lots of little steps. So I'm going to read off the the headings for the steps. Uh, she mentions practice being quiet. Let the other person go first. Advice can wait. Respond generously. Extend your emotional attention to include others as well as yourself. Okay, so I'm going to briefly go over those paragraphs. I'm not going to read the entire, and then we will talk about them. So, mentioning what practice being quiet is. In Japan, there is a saying, quote, quietness is the oil that makes everything run smoothly, end quote. The first trick in reading the air is to practice being quiet. This doesn't mean you switch off from what's going on. Think of yourself as a receiver, an instrument to pick up unspoken signals. When there is a pause in conversation or an uncomfortable silence, you may feel that you should fill that silence. But talking isn't always as useful as we think. Let the other person go first. All conversations are a search for balance. But sometimes we can treat our conversations with others more as competitions. When we are speaking to someone, it can be tempting to launch into our news or what we want to say before we've asked them anything. Letting the other person go first and asking questions will show them that you are really listening. Advice can wait. Whether you are having a meeting about a problem at work or trying to listen to your child about a difficulty they are facing at school, I'm sure you will have had to impulse, the impulse to advise, offer suggestions, or relate what is being said back to your own experience. That's just like what's going on with me. The me, me, me impulse does not necessarily come from a bad place. When we are talking to another person, this means really listening to what is going on with them. Even if the other person has stopped talking, let what they have said sink in before you reply. Respond generously. When you are listening to someone, particularly if they are telling you about something personal or painful, try asking yourself, how can I make this person feel more comfortable? Something very small, like a smile, or asking an open question could set them at ease. Or, if you're comfortable, a close friend, try telling them that you understand, that you're listening, and that you're there for them. Create a moment of quiet so that they say more if they need to, or they can remain silent if they like. Extend your emotional attention to include others as well as yourself. Extending your emotional attention to include others is as simple as doing your emotional homework. This is about knowing what is going on with you and thinking a little more consciously about what is going on with other people. When we replay a conversation in our head, as we often do, if we feel we have put our foot in it, we realize that if we have said something unhelpful or even unpleasant, 
It was probably because we felt nervous, frustrated, angry, or keen to make someone else like us. We end up saying things to others that we regret when we allow ourselves to be governed by these emotions. We can avoid situations like this by trying to relate to our emotions with a little more level-headedness. The next time you feel overwhelmed or swept up by, it, by an emotion, try silently telling yourself, this is what anger feels like, or this is what frustration feels like. Practice naming and identifying how you are feeling, particularly if you feel as if you might say something you'll regret. You'll notice when you pay attention to how you feel in a softer, more objective way, your emotions start to have less of a hold on you. And with that, we will take a break. Welcome back, podcast listeners. This is your host, Indra, with Aikido Talks, and we are continuing on from our talk about reading the air from the chapter, listening to others and knowing ourselves from the wonderful book, The Power of Chowa by Akemi Tanaka. So, reading the air, when I read this excerpt, it reminds me of my own way of growing up, how it it really reminds me of you know, being quiet and tippy-toeing and being careful, you know, at times when you don't want to disturb other people or you're being mindful of your surroundings. And as adults, we get into this too in terms of, you know, depending on what kind of work you do, your occupation, um, you know, whatever circumstances you're in to under in order to understand or be understood, like, like the song, right? Um, so what do you think about all of this? It's very interesting, you know, practicing being quiet. And of course, this podcast is about, you know, really looking at the parallels of martial arts practice, particularly Aikido and taking it into the world, um, of what we do as human beings on a daily basis, or in certain circumstances. So it really does say a lot about how do we pay attention. And it's it's a way, it is also the conduit to building intuition. Paying attention to other people, being present to the moment. And then when your day is finished and you fall asleep, you wake up the next day, and you are possibly having memories created as well, which add to your memory bank of experiences, building your intuition pockets, right? So, and it's just a wonderful form of being. Now, I, I practice Zazen when I can, or sitting meditation, Zen meditation, and Along with that, you know, there's also um, sitting, listening to the sensei talk about, you know, different texts and readings and how to live. 
And anyone can do that. If you find like a Zendo near you, uh, I encourage you to participate because it, it enhances your practice. If you're practicing Aikido or anything else for that matter, uh, it, it can, it's open to everyone. And it's, it's such a beautiful experience because it, it really puts you into a, a space of controlling your mind and you becoming the master of your own mind. This is prime, 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 prime. And with that, you really understand there was the excerpt in this reading that we were listening to and talking about naming the emotions you're going through before you speak, checking in with yourself that you are not creating the dialogue or the situation or story that you're in. And, and this is, this is a, a perfect example of how powerful our minds are you know, hearts and minds. And the mind can create so many different stories. Even as you're standing in one place, you can create a different environment right where you're standing. You know, isn't that incredible that you can? You can change the perspective of where you're standing because you decide to will it. So it reminds me of the movie... um, Inception. How, you know, how many of you have seen that movie? I just love that movie because it really talks about, you know, the other part about what you're thinking, what's reality, what is, what isn't. You know, what is something that's created, what isn't. There's also um, some really amazing scenes in there. So I, I encourage you to, to see that movie, to pick it up and um, see a replay of that movie and sit with it. But This is how powerful we are, and where you are is where everything is happening, is now. Now, don't worry about tomorrow. Don't worry about yesterday. Yesterday, think of it as it's in the library. (laughs) It's in your library bank. Your experience from yesterday is in your library, and tomorrow hasn't even happened yet. What happens is now. Right now, as we speak, right now, as you're listening, now is happening. Now is real. And every minute is real that you're standing in. Last minute doesn't exist anymore. The future minute hasn't happened yet. And then this is the whole pre. This is the whole point of the martial art. Um, you're dealing with reality. You're dealing with life and death. And to live, you are moving in the in the direction. It is a journey that never stops. And when you're at the end of it, as as a human in a finite form, then, you know, this is like a chapter, a story that has happened, you know, and you have the power to create this story. So going back to the warrior aspect as a martial artist, you know, men, women, and whoever you identify with, um, this is a very important thing. You, you matter the most. Uh, and the sense of how you know, knowing yourself. Now, there's another aspect of thinking, <clears throat> excuse me, about this. When you're doing Zen sitting, you go to a Zendo, you're sitting with other people. And um, I sat in on a talk the other day, and it's just, you know, a lot of, I guess, the Western culture is like about me, 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 me. 
At the end of the day, it's really about not about you at all. And this is where a lot of these issues come up of blocking ourselves. Once again, if if you are communicating with someone, you block out half of the information by thinking about me, 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 instead of, okay, checking in with yourself. Where am I? Where am I coming from? And then putting that on the side and then opening up to say, what's going on over here with you, with this person? Who are you? What's going on with you? Let's see what's happening. Opening the book of the other person, right? And you have the permission that if you're not ready for that, you can decide to close that book and say, you know, I'm so sorry. You know, I can't give my attention to this. You can also say, you know, people I know say, you know, I can't hold space for this. You know, that's a a great way to say it also. In your body, I can't hold space to think about or deal with this right now. And that is extremely honest and fair and it's very present. So with wonderful things, this is a practice we can practice right now of being the present moment. And at any given time during your day or evening, you can sit with yourself and say, hmm, you can make this your practice to say, I'm going to give myself five, 10 minutes to check in with myself and just sit silently and read the air. And with that, my dear friends, have a wonderful day or evening. Until next time.